Hey guys, welcome back to this issue. Today we're talking about The Batman and Book of Boba Fett. But Book of Boba Fett's getting a little bit of good and bad reviews. We're talking about it in this issue. Brian, hit that intro. Coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, in the heart of Uptown Whittier, Keeping Up With The Nerds presents Issue 85. I'm Renee. This is Ryan. And Nick. And welcome to the show, everyone. Woo! First try! Yeah. First try, baby! <laughs> That's right! You're Keeping Up With The Nerds, we don't mess up our intros. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sure there's a bunch you of have to. There's you have cut, to show like all of us dude, just dude, messing up on the intros I, at, I, at I like, have, the end of the year. I, I know I have at least a good fifth. At least 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Remember, it was like issue like 80 or something like yeah. that where you kept messing up like the, the outro or intro or something. Oh, my God. It was the, it was the, I think it was the intro and the outro. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what, yeah, it was. I was actually gonna, I, I have. I have thoughts about that later. We'll t- <laughs> we are 15 issues away from, from 100. 100. Yeah. So I have to do the math, and I'll do it as we're kind of like talking mm-hmm. uh, a little bit about the, the, the subject that is at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if my calculations are correct... I'm hoping to hit issue 100 by year three, just like we did last year. Mm-hmm. But I think in order for us to do that, we might need to do two more annual issues, just like last okay. year. That's fine. So we'll see what happens. We um, could do an annual just on the Batman. We could. Yeah. We could. So it just depends we on are how. It early. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good little segue. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, hit that one out of the park. <laughs> Keeping up with the nerds exclusive. What? What is why why do we re- I like resort doing this to this? Because it's what funny. Is this? Like, what I don't is know. This? It's I, like it's from, from Fortnite, Fortnite I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I immediately hate you. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been replaying Fortnite because no, I, 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 I play with my no. niece, that's why. Well, she gets she gets a pass, not you. Well, she doesn't don't play Fortnite. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. He's doing he's doing the right thing. <laughs> Wait, what? And she doesn't have a lot of friends, that's why. So I play with her. That's online. how you make friends. No. She goes online, she talks to strangers. No, no. <laughs> she actually <laughs> was talking to a male adult at one point. No. We well, had to stop that immediately. When, yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the, the joke got real. <laughs> yeah. And it should never get real. Like, the joke should never get real. And yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, kids. Don't do that. So, a uh, <laughs> couple quick announcements uh, before we jump into the subject at hand. Uh, so, Keeping Up With The Nerds has a new mini cast up and running on our YouTube channel. I think it's like number eight or something like that, yes. where we talk about Jackass. It features Miguel, Adam, Renee, and I uh, talking about our review and thoughts on uh, Jackass. Is there going to be a number five? You know, is it you know, what's the future of it going to be like? Did we actually like this movie and was it the best one oh, yeah. out of all of them? Oh, yeah, they're, they're just passing the torch. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, those are our thoughts and it'll be up on YouTube. Uh, keeping up with the nerds. Uh, a couple other things. Keeping up with the nerds.com. We'll have some updates on the articles. Uh, I believe the one that we're working on right now is uh, actually the subject that this we're talking about. Yeah. So it's a little pre little thing. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll in our future article that we're we're all working on. Actually. We're working on at the moment of recording, but it should be live by the time 
you guys are listening to this podcast. So if you guys want all the up-to-date information, again, check out keepingupwiththenerds.com where you guys can find all our socials. And hopefully, if Miguel and Adam are doing what they're supposed to do with their homework, just like I told them. <laughs> have you guys done it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the HR reps right here. <laughs> I'll see you in my office. We'll go in meeting room too. <laughs> my, my office is over in the back. Oh, the bathroom? Shh. <laughs> um, it's an office. <laughs> there's a seat in there. Yeah, there's a seat. He has to, you know, be punished. <laughs> uh, their bios will be updated on the uh, get to know the nerds portion of it as well as you know you'll see all the up to date content get about their podcasts know. and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, we'll all be at keepingupwiththenerds.com right, right, uh, right. I think that is about it besides a new skit that was released on YouTube as well yeah, that, mm-hmm. was, that was the Lewis, announcement right? video yeah and the Wait, one with oh, Lewis the- Lewis's skit is also up there on mm, YouTube yeah. as well uh, anything else before we actually move on to the topic at hand uh our last get when's that going up? Oh, Stevens? Yes. Stevens. Oh, technically speaking, this Stevens is after Valentine's Day. No. Oh. Stevens should be coming up soon. Okay. Because oh, no, if everything be Valent- goes planned, it would, yes. It would be Valentine's Day and then uh, which are, and then it should be Stevens. Yes. Yeah. So okay. if because it is a pretty long video, there is a Valentine's Day special video going up on YouTube that is featuring all of us. Mm-hmm. So ridiculous. As well as Adam. We just had a good time. It, it was, was so great. It was so I, fun. I, my my only thing is that I don't know what that looked like right i don't know what i don't know i'm really interested to see how brian edited that (laughs) from my point of view that was chaos yeah and i was at the helm was it (laughs) was it was it was it was it, is it, is was it, it a hard time editing that one? Is it chaos? Or was it kind of like... So right now I'm in the skeleton process of it. Okay. So you have the base. I'm basing it right real, now. Real quick. Mm-hmm. With the skeleton, does the skeleton look like like chaos? No, like right like now chaos? it's fine. It's just trying to figure out... Because I'm trying to figure out if I want to multicam edit that or if I'm going to like just put all three on the timeline and then cut where I, I like. Listen, I don't know what you're going to do, but that... I feel at like, a certain point I, feel, I was I feel, like, this I feel is like, ridiculous. I feel like you need to edit that, the the cut with cuts. Yeah, with cuts. Really well, that's the thing it. is yeah. I can multicam because there's two mm-hmm. separate ways I can do it. Like mm-hmm. I can do a multicam feature on Premiere, mm-hmm. which essentially just kind of like pressing one, two, three to switch mm-hmm. from camera to camera. Yeah, yeah. to switch. But the problem with that is if I don't read the camera switch correctly, mm-hmm. then I have to go back and edit it. Okay. So for me, it's a lot easier to just kind of like stitch and cut different ones and kind of like I, I i have ways of doing it so okay we'll figure it out yeah well, uh, i'll we'll figure it out yeah you will figure it out <laughs> hey man, yeah I, he's such I'm a listen, big help with editing <laughs> listen i gave a performance <laughs> i that i was that i was asked to do and yeah it was so funny because after what you borrowed to use betty's like it's, it's all tangled up because like, you kept <laughs> i kept trying that that i don't know how mandy like even like on all on the tiktoks deal, yeah like how she deals with she it. just bought it, she just bought another wig on amazon cause today because i saw i just I, saw the I, notification I, on my amazon so, <laughs> okay because do you okay so <laughs> i saw you know because i saw the uh which i, I see some of her tiktoks mm-hmm. and it looks great on her yeah on me, it looked like. I mean, it looked good on you too. It's just now you were messing with it. Apparently, you have to keep your neck straight. I and I move my head a lot because I because apparently I'm a gypsy woman. Just just I kept on swinging my head. I keep forgetting to send you this. By the way, what? we reached two thousand downloads on Podbean. 
Did we? Oh, Overall, really? We're at 2000, like, 15 now, I think. Last I checked was 2017. That's so really more than cool. likely if this one got, like, 15, 20 Man. listens or downloads. We're up to 70 followers on TikTok now, Mandy yeah. told me. Ooh. We started from 40 when but when she started it mm-hmm. and then now we're up to 70 now 70 yeah dope and 188 uh follows on instagram mm-hmm. 92 Ooh. subs on youtube yeah we got a new sub to so, by this time of recording yeah we're getting yeah. there we're, we're like a tiny little snowball rolling down a hill and kind of building momentum and hopefully no one steps on us so know? yeah so i mean it's, <laughs> it's, no, we're, we're, no, i agree <laughs> no we're no i mean yeah. we're, we're we're growing it's it's yes it's, it's it's moving. It's moving we're, we're moving at a good pace, and I think, for us. That yeah. at least we're comfortable. Yes. What, once again, I'm telling you, the number one thing I want to do is as soon as next year comes around, mm-hmm. I'm signing us up for a con. That's big. That's big. I want to sign us I up for a be, con. We have to be ready. We got to be stage ready. You know what? Oh, and it's a, it's going to be a panel. Yeah. What kind it's of, going to be a panel. What kind of uh, character do I want to be? For. For that, for a con, yeah. For, what do you mean? I mean, like what? You know what? You guys have not brought up my bothers in like forever. Andy mentioned that she's like, you haven't mentioned how what bothers you, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm like tamed now. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Brian. <laughs> we had a small argument before we started I know. <laughs> talking about. We just don't no. mention it because we thought it was hurting your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what argument are you talking about? No, in general, oh, I oh, yeah, I was going to say. Just we, in general, like, there was a lot of back and forth before we started. Oh, yeah, but that was just banter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but we, we don't like mentioning when you're always upset because then it feels like we're bullying you. <laughs> there was a point where you were like, you, oh, you guys always talk about when I get upset. So then Renee told me stop bringing it up because it's like we're bullying Yeah. Him, so I stopped doing it. <laughs> so I stopped doing it. We what bring did, it what did one of our listeners tell you <laughs> that they like the fact that Nick's always like baiting me? So yeah, I I, I have I mean, a couple I'll, of I'll listeners. Do you want me to start? No, you okay. Again? So I've had another another customer tell me that they like that you guys are complete opposites and that you guys always argue, but that I'm like the middle one. Where I'll be like, yeah, that's cool, but like, let's let's like, <laughs> you know, no, I'll kill him. <laughs> <laughs> tone it down, yeah. guys. Tone it down. It's so, yeah, okay. It's, uh, yeah, that's just, that's just that's just our our dynamic. It's mm-hmm. just kind of weird, actually. Let me see if I can log into Podbean from here, and I'll give you guys the analytics. I don't want the so analytics right now. as that's Brian meeting, does that's that. That's for a meeting later. Uh, no. Nick was so nice I to get us swear tickets. We're hiring for what? this little guy right now. What? Okay, so anyway, uh, while <laughs> Brian is doing something unnecessary, um, we we were able to get tickets for uh, March first. Yes. So we will be seeing the Batman three days early in IMAX. In IMAX. Yeah. In. Uh, never mind. <laughs> It's like like seventy five percent in West Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, Hollywood. In, in Corona. Yeah, yeah no. I don't know why I said the word. And you can believe you, Brian. You can believe that. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not gonna bleep it. No, that sucks. I don't want. I don't want weird people finding me. You call hey, weird. I was watching you guys' podcast, and Nick said where you guys were watching that, so I decided to, no, you know, why fine. not come and join you guys? No, it's yeah, fine. I don't you know, uh, what? That's not a gun in my pocket. What? <laughs> that way. I've made enemies. <laughs> I've, made, I've made enemies, but you don't know. 
It's okay. Brian is a great meat shield. Uh, what? <laughs> a human shield. Yeah. So do you guys want to know the analytics? No, the I don't want to know it right now. I'll I give do. it to you right now. I don't want it right yeah? now. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sucks. That's a meeting. That's a meeting for no, later. No, 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 no. This is this is what we're talking you about now. Can... We have a listener in Brazil. Hey. We also had one in Iran. We have seven. Whoa. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> we have seven from Canada. That's awesome. Hey. But I know, but I'm just saying in general. I mean, I mean, we get listeners from weird places. That's sometimes. true. Random, random, <laughs> random areas. You're not from the U.S. It's technically a weird place. Is that Russia. what you're saying? I no, love- I'm saying that a nerd podcast. You're talking about our 13 listeners in Russia. No, I'm talking about the <laughs> 13? Well, thirteen. I love keeping in... up with the nerds. I love keeping up with nerds. They, That's... The nerds are funny. <laughs> I love. I. They got me with the Black Widow. You know, they were talking about it, and they just. <laughs> so it, overall, most of our listenerships come from the U.S., and then 39 downloads in general from Canada. Why are we wow. going over analytics right now? Uh, because I can. Because this is our show. I need you to stop. <laughs> People don't care about this. They don't care about that. <laughs> I, well, it's, it's funny. I would care more hey, about that. So, uh, what have you been listening to? I've been listening to uh, Keeping Up With Theories. Those hosiers are really good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> they don't say, okay. They, don't they go like, how do they? Oh, my. Oh, my. It's almost like Minnesotan. Like, they're very, like. Oh do you watch, oh, yeah. do you watch oh, Wise if Detectives? Because if you're, if you're in Minnesota, you basically. You are near Canada. Canada. In Canada. <laughs> you're basically in do Canada. You, do you watch Linus Tech Tips at all? No. no, do you do or yeah? I do. yeah. I, so, I, I I watch uh, more of uh, Austin Evans, but okay. So Andy was meant because I'll sometimes have it in the background whenever some of the news new videos come out. But she's always laughing when like they're talking and you can hear the slight Canadian accents <laughs> that they have. Like instead of Oi. about, they say boot a boot a boot a boot, a boot. A boot. yeah. And it's like, why are they so Canadian? I'm like because they're Canadian. Yeah, that's why. I, that's Canadian. why I watch Austin Evans because I'm American. They got <laughs> there. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> they got it. Great start. You get milk in a bag in Canada. Oh yeah, that's you a do, thing. Huh? That's a thing. Yeah. Well, that's because they. What apparently? So what it is is that like you get like a pitcher. And you're supposed to like stab it and then put it in there and stuff, so, and then take the milk out. Apparently, I don't know. Would you much rather listen to bagged milk or our analytics? And- <laughs> <laughs> bagged milk. <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna yeah. be watching Batman early. That's gonna be awesome. I'm, I'm really, super excited. I can't wait to see what this movie is all about. We're gonna have a three day bump on this. I I when I got notified in the morning about getting the tickets. Yeah, because I, I was actually thinking about it that week. I'm like, okay, who's gonna get tickets? And then as soon as I kind of thought that, I was like, okay, well, I mean. I'll ask Brian or I'll ask Nick. And then just like Nick messaged the group said, I did a thing. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm doing laundry and I'm just like, what did you what? do? I'm like, what did you do? And he sends us a screenshot of what he just got. And we're just like, what the heck? Come on. <laughs> I wanted to panic Brian. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted Brian's I was, response of because, just like, what did you do? <laughs> I literally let him stew for I, a little look, bit. I've, we've been working together enough that like most of your responses were just kind of like, I did a thing. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. I'm, like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to overreact? <laughs> so something happened. You <laughs> so should do that next time. <laughs> so something happened. So something happened, guys. But um, but yeah, so we um, we are going to go watch it early. Um, you haven't really seen a whole lot of it, right? I'm trying not to watch. I'm only watching stuff that has to do with like trailers. But even then, I didn't... I. Well, I had no choice but to watch the final trailer, I think, when I saw um, 
they held you at gunpoint or what? No, it was I was at a movie theater watching a movie. I think I was watching Spider Man again for the <laughs> and then they were just showing the final ah, trailer. Why are you like, showing me this? <laughs> no, no, but you, you know what I've noticed? Because yeah. uh, I've been I, I, the other day I went on a uh, clip slash trailer binge, mm-hmm. and just you know, like ready, ready my body. Yeah. I have to, I have to condition it. So yeah, you're like, let's watch these trailers. <laughs> listen, I use listen when I do that. I use way more spit. <laughs> well, I'm talking. So, like, yeah, it's it's like a hot loogie in my hand. <laughs> Nice and thick is gonna touch something nice and thick. <laughs> but, but Brian, <laughs> just looking at Brian. So, you okay, Brian? So you go, okay? So we go. So the for for the movie, mm-hmm. we uh, what was it? I, what I've noticed is that a lot of the things that they've shown is they've shown like little tiny clips of the because the, there's two there's two clips main clips that they've shown right now. It's the uh, what was it? It's when they first kill him, and he's it's in that first um, trailer where he's walking through the house and mm-hmm. he's being introduced to basically the Riddler, where mm-hmm. he's being introduced to the riddles, and mm-hmm. it's it, it looks very early on in the movie. Yes, yeah, it's very early on. I actually would not be surprised if that is our introduction to Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be really cool. I would be, like that because of the the like you seeing like mm-hmm. the shoe, like his boots and everything like that. And he's walking through the cops. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if that is the beginning of the movie. Or even Riddler just kind of like getting the tuck, duct tape. And just I, like, I no, but I think it's more of a seven thing. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that when they do it, mm-hmm. it's the Riddler telling Batman what he did. Oh, that'd be cool. And then yeah. like then you have that scene. Mm-hmm. That's what I think they're gonna be doing. Um, I saw the funeral scene. Which I'm assuming is very early in that movie. It does. It does seem that's because it's established. I I think at that part, it's we're seeing like the second attack from the Riddler, essentially. Because they, they don't even know who the Riddler is. That's the that thing. Point. That's him setting up like this is me. Yes. Yeah. It's not over. Like, yeah. Yeah. I. I. So I think like at at most, I think you've only maybe seen first 10 like maybe the first like 20 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. give or take yeah and it's three hours yeah so i mean there's a lot of movie we haven't seen yet. yeah that's true there's a lot i mean even if you did watch all the clips you watch all the trailers or anything else mm-hmm. I, I i don't think i think it's gonna be real hard to spoil this movie because mm-hmm. you you know the basic formula is there you know batman's gonna fight a, a villain mm-hmm. it's gonna be somebody he's gonna have some kind of dastardly plan yeah. and then eventually at the end he's going to stop him well, technically speaking, we are able to talk about the Batman more in depth probably by next podcast because we uh, we would have two more weeks until that movie shows. Check the check the calendar, see if I'm right. Because this episode will I think release we have two more episodes. on the 18th and then the following episode will release the 25th. And, and we won't be watching it until the following week. So this one will following be uploaded. Tuesday. It'll yeah. be up on Tuesday. That's when we're, so we would have to do a minicast. Yeah, we mm, no. yeah to stay relevant. If anything, no, because the movie comes out on Friday. We'd be rec- oh, I see yeah. a mini cast. Because if you didn't do, if you don't do it, then then that means that it's because we're talking. Yeah, it's a full okay. news cycle. So basically, we'll be recording that week on the fourth. Yeah, to I talk see. about it. 
Okay. Well, we'll talk more in production meetings to see how exactly. Sorry, guys, to bore you with this production talk. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh my god, they're look at this, they're dragging it it on. It happens, man. It happens. But uh, but I'm I'm interested to see what what exactly do you think is going to happen? How do you think this movie's going to play out? So I feel like we're going to get a very. um, I'm hoping, but this is me hoping as well too. I think we're going to get the whole duality of it more of Batman and Bruce Wayne. We're going to get basically Bruce kind of like you know realizing that he's he needs to be batman more but then that's not the case as well too because he's also kind of like skipping out on his bruce wayne lifestyle as well too it's but from what it's sounding like Mm -hmm. is it sounds like he's trying to realize that he can do just as much good as bruce yes because it sounds from what exactly i've seen from like the the edits and Mm -hmm. everything else uh, it, it does kind of look like Bruce is very much dealing with. I have been Batman twenty four seven. Yes, like, I Bruce Wayne. He does. I I don't know if Alfred has had that talk mm-hmm. that uh, Michael Caine's Alfred did with uh, with Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Of, you still have to be a playboy. Like mm-hmm. this is the, like people are going to ask where you are. Yeah. You're you're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. If you just vanish, people are going to wonder what you do with your nights. And that's why I think um, Edward Nigma is the one that like looks into that. He sees how Batman has been more presentable, and then realizes, "Well, where's Bruce Wayne throughout this whole thing?" And then that's how he figures out because because we know that he knows. No, we don't. Yeah. No, he said, "Oh, wait, it could have been the editing. editing." Yeah, that's true. So here's my thing, though. Mm-hmm. I think that he's talking to Batman, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know that Batman and Bruce are the same, because mm-hmm. he's talking about the the Waynes are both involved. Yeah, yeah there was you, horn. There was horn honking. Yeah, yeah, somebody was that honking. is loud. But yeah, I think that what's happening is that throughout the movie, mm-hmm. it's more of he's talking to Batman and telling him to investigate the Waynes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't exactly know that Batman is Bruce, mm-hmm. because if... One of the best things about, uh, what was it, the Riddler, is the fact that he, the one riddle he can't figure out mm-hmm. is who Batman is. Yeah. I don't like, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a weird trope, but I don't like when just supervillains immediately know who he is. That's true. I don't like it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things of like, well, if Riddler could figure it out, mm. how is Commissioner Gordon not figured this yeah. out? How is Selina Kyle not figured this out? How is yeah. everybody else not figured this out? Which I do have to admit, him in the suit, I can't tell that's Robert Pattinson. Like if that's to, true. If you were to put both of them next mm-hmm. to each other, they did a really great job with that suit mm-hmm. of like disguising his his eyes mm-hmm. and everything else. Well, they touch on it, which I love. This is why I'm super excited for this Batman movie. It's just like they do the thing where it's like, you know, they show us that he puts black makeup in around his eyes, you know, because that's always been shown in the movies. But then when they take off their mask, their eyes are clean. Right. But we know that they put and they no, it's like not that's not the case. You know, Robert Pattinson is already kind of ready in so, one scene to put on the mask, but he's like because you see that contact scene mm-hmm. in one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. I would love the idea of him putting in false contacts with color. Yeah, and that way, if people were to get a good glimpse at him, mm-hmm. they would go, "He has blue eyes," mm-hmm. and then immediately you go, "Well, Bruce Wayne has black eyes. Like, yeah. He has brown eyes." Yeah. Like. Can't be Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and then when he pulls it out, it's a co- it's it's a video recorder, mm-hmm. and also it's a part of his disguise. Yeah, I think that's genius. That would be so awesome. And just the way the, the cowl fits around his face and everything else, I it's, it's very form fitting too. It's, it's super. You could tell. Yeah. But if but if you were to put a picture of them right next to each other, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to go. Yeah, that's definitely that's Bruce definitely Wade. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Whereas on all the other ones, I would have been like, 
That's that's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's freaking like, Bruce Wayne. Like it, it very much looks like Bruce Wayne wearing a Batman suit. <laughs> Where this one, it doesn't look like Bruce Wayne because not only that, but Bruce Wayne has like longer hair. Mm-hmm. He's very disheveled. He he looks very much like he's inside. He's he's like a shut in. Mm-hmm. He looks like a weird dude who's a shut in. Mm-hmm. And I I really am kind of enjoying that idea. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what do you think about the Batman? Yeah. Uh, what do you think we're getting out of this movie? Honestly, man, what did I tell you when we went to go watch Jackass, Renee? Because that was pretty much my main idea. Oh, you were, we were talking about, so this was another thing. We were talking about how hype this movie is compared to Spider-Man. That's do you it. Do we feel that this movie has almost the same hype as No Way Home or is it a little less than No Way Home? That's the thing. Because there was a good, and I told, I told Brian this, this is my take, there was a good reason why No Way Home had the hype that it did. It was because we knew that it was going to bring back Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Well, everybody, everybody assumed. Everyone assumed. But, I mean, come on, you're going to bring in the villains in the movie. Yeah, we mentioned that too. Yeah, like, and not, you're going to bring in the villains and not the heroes. Yeah, that that's the thing. Sense. Like, we knew... You know that it was gonna happen, but the thing was is that other people were like, dude, thinking the same thing, like, oh, it's probably gonna happen. So it's a big movie, you know, milestone. That's a thing, especially for Marvel movies. Yeah, because that is a huge hurdle to to kind of get past of in general casting. While Batman, just we just we're gonna go in thinking this is gonna be a good movie. This is gonna be a really good Batman movie, but there's nothing else driving. But like you said, you talked about earlier that a buddy of yours was trying to get tickets. The tickets were already sold out. On so, both. The hype exists for this movie. It's just a matter of like the expectations. Our expectations going to meet mm-hmm. our what we're visually going to see. Mm-hmm. And my problem with it is probably not. And I think it's not something. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Wait, let, wait, me finish. Let, let the men speak. Go on, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. So the reason as to why I believe that is because there's a lot of people who are going to watch this movie mm-hmm. and not understand Matt Reeves' directions. What? They're what? not going to understand his directional style. What are you talking about? That Matt Reeves has directed the last couple of movies essentially in a way where his arcs wrap up within one movie and every action, be it good, like a good finale, ends with some sort of consequence. Right. And I don't think people are ready for that. I think that what they're expecting is kind of like a wrap up to happen that will lead into future sequels of Batman movies. I don't want that. No, of course not. What would be interesting is if it naturally happens because Matt Reeves is able to do it and it's not DC or Warner Brothers coming down on, you know, on Matt Reeves saying, we need you to develop another movie for this, a sequel version of it. Because, and I, we were talking about this uh, before you uh, showed up to watch the movie. Essentially, if we look at the Planet of the Apes movies, every movie has a finale but the finale always ends with some sort of consequence. Yep. Like in the first one, uh, Renee, name the name. It's Rise, Dawn, and War. So it's Batman. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah. Rise, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War. I thought it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, then Rise. No. It's, it's Rise and then Dawn. Dawn and then War. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Right. So Rise ends with essentially all the apes given the freedom to go out and live their lives. But the consequence to that is because of the virus that was basically let oh he didn't direct lab. rise he, he only he only directed dawn in plant didn't he War. write rise though uh let me see. or he assisted in writing it let me see what he did as of i don't right he I, only did Warren. i don't think he i don't think he did anything on that i think they just gave him the movie 
Yeah, because let me see. Let me look up uh, Rise of Planet of the Apes. Well, go on, go on. Okay, so regardless of it, at the end of that movie, the consequence is the virus spreads globally and it kills off a mass majority of human beings, right? And essentially giving the essentially saying humanity is the minor species compared yeah, to the apes, right? Of the trilogy, Rise is definitely the weakest. Exactly. Yes. It is. De- it's, yes. It's yes. definitely the weakest. Yes. Of the yeah. Three. It's it's the because Don because he changed it up. If if that's the case, then he changed up the vibe of how Dawn of Planet of the Apes turned out because it was more thrilling and more action. More mm-hmm. action and everything that happened more had a deeper too. consequence to it because right. at the end of it, it was what was his name, Koa or Koda? Koda. Koba. 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 Essentially, you know, even though he dies and the good guys essentially win. The consequence from that is no matter what, humanity and apes will never coexist. So yeah, there's Caesar, always yeah. Caesar, that yeah, doubt. Caesar doesn't trust uh, humanity so, anymore. So, no, he doesn't. So he was uh, only brought in after Rise. He after Rise. He had nothing to do with So he essentially one. fixed it, but it was a bigger consequence there. He and made then, he made Caesar's arc better. That's a thing. He did. Yeah. Well, he gave Caesar a reason to exist and be the way he is. Mm-hmm. Because See, at Dawn, essentially... He's, he's more he's, one note. He's very one note in that. In Dawn, mm-hmm. he leads the remaining faction of apes to Sanctuary. But throughout that entire journey, he's like t- essentially like destroyed and beaten, mm-hmm. and it results in his death. And the way I see it, it's kind of... he. I, I want to see him mirror that skeleton in this Batman movie, whereas you have this sense of duality of Bruce and you know the Bats. How is he able to kind of live his life knowing that he can't have both at the same time? You know, and at the end of the day, if he makes that choice, is it going to be a good one? And what kind of consequence is going to result from it? We don't need a sequel from it because I kind of want this to be a year one story, one and done. And that's it. And if Matt Reeves wants to continue, make it natural. Matt Reeves has also he directed Cloverfield the first one and then did Let Me In, which is another good one. That was Mm -hmm. a good one. But other than that, he's been a TV TV yeah. director and TV writer. But here's, he's he's been a, he's been that type of director to show you the consequences of every action. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I the the way that those movies um, hit the box office, all, so far all of his movies have either skyrocketed or they've succeeded astronomically mm-hmm. from what exactly was expected. Like Clover, like mm-hmm. like Ten Cloverfield and Lane. Not many people thought that movie was going to be good. It went bonkers. People loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, Rise and uh, which are the the two kind of the apes movies also blockbusters. Yeah, yeah. My thinking for this movie is he is doing the one thing that I said earlier about a Batman movie. The greatest Batman movies are always movies that can stand alone without Batman. If this was a detective movie, if it was just about a private eye who was uh, hunting down a serial killer. This movie still works. So you think that this is going to be a movie that's not going to rely heavily on the Batman? No, nope. I think it's going to rely heavily on Bruce Wayne. I think that you are going to get segments of Batman where he, when he has to be Batman, but it's going to be more of an existential crisis of Bruce, a visually un- cool looking scene or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going, it's going to be more about Bruce Wayne and his idea of what it means to be Batman. Because at this point, he is already, he's he's year two. That's what uh, Matt Reeves said. He goes, he's already decided to do Batman. He's already trained. He's already been. He's already made the Batcave. He's he has everything. learning. He's kind of putting the pieces together. He's putting the pieces together of what it means to be Gotham's savior. And that's great. I love the idea of that. He's already kind of made a, uh, he's already kind of made like a relationship with the cops. Yeah. 
Uh, the cops don't like him. Him Some and Gordon are already on yeah. speaking terms and stuff him, like that. Gordon's already bringing him into cases. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. But Gotham, but Bruce Wayne's entire idea of why I became Batman is because my parents were murdered and he yeah. doesn't understand why they were murdered. Mm-hmm. Then to then have that realization of my dad was corrupt. Yeah. You know, he people was, are not liking that concept, but it's it's kind of funny because that a, but concept such a, is such a compelling. Take, yeah. Yeah. It's way more compelling than just they were randomly gunned down inside of the... And that's a, why he wants to be Gotham Savior. No, it gives him the incentive to basically right the wrongs of the of the yeah. Wayne family. Yeah, because yeah. they because they used it again in Arrow. Arrow mm-hmm. does the same thing where he where the where the queens are also corrupt, mm-hmm. and then he's like, I have to then uh, right my dad's wrongs. Yeah. And I have to save Star City. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. People that are afraid to add more to original stories, if you're that afraid, then don't complain about it just getting stale. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's what makes that franchise interesting, right? Batman has existed for decades yeah. at right. this point, right? And one of the biggest issues, and you see these, you see this in DC Comics, mm-hmm. is that they have to keep revitalizing you know these again like the fab five Mm -hmm. how do you revitalize them so that it's modernized for you know the newer audiences and stuff and you could easily do that with batman again by incentivizing his reasons to become the batman Mm -hmm. randomly gunned down so then he becomes gotham savior so others don't have to suffer that cool that was a thing that happened decades ago but nowadays when you can flesh out stories yeah make the waynes corrupt give bruce the incentive to be batman so that he has to rewrite the wrongs that his family did and at the end of that is it just for that reason or does he learn more about Mm -hmm. it be make him flesh out the reasons behind being batman why is he the greatest detective in the entire world the the also it's really interesting in just a writing perspective of the idea of every child thinks that their parent is perfect in their eyes especially Mm -hmm. at a young age but then to grow older and find out the mistakes that they've made and the mistakes that people are having to live with because of them Mm -hmm. That's so much more compelling. It that's is such yeah. that's such a g- better idea. And actually, have you? If I don't, you guys have probably never played them, but uh, Telltale Batman. I, pl- I played those. Yeah. So the Telltale the Batman Bat- ones, at least. Yeah, so. the Telltale Batman games. They use this concept mm-hmm. inside of it, and it's so great. It, it makes it everything makes it really good. It yeah. makes it so great. The fact that Gotham doesn't know this, and it is a dirty little secret mm-hmm. of Bruce Wayne's. Mm-hmm. That if a if one of his villains were to ever find out mm-hmm. and try to blackmail. Uh, Bruce Wayne with mm-hmm. it or even destroy his reputation with mm-hmm. it it makes the story that much more compelling because it's it, it's all about I did this my parents did this and now I have to pay the consequences mm-hmm. the bill has finally come due for that and I have to pay that bill and I have to then get the city to like me again it, they have to they, they have to respect me yeah. again I am no longer is to earn their trust again. Yeah, I'm no longer the golden child. I'm mm-hmm. no more. I'm no longer the prince of Gotham. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go because you two are the biggest Batman fans, and it's funny because I just thought I was thinking about this over the week that it's funny how because my dad. The reason I'm a nerd is because my dad. I think we've established that. Yes. In like the podcast, mm-hmm. but it's funny because I grew up with him showing me Batman mm-hmm. because his favorite superhero is Batman. And I think I finally understand why mm-hmm. it is. I think it's because his favorite, his, his, one of the things that has stuck with me uh, that he's told me and, you know, to this day I live with this is everything happens for a reason. 
He's always told me that. And that's helped me get through a lot of my life. And it's funny because if you take that concept, right, and you apply it to Batman, Bruce, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. You kind of get an understanding as to why he acts the way he does and how he grows as a character, right? So you have the idea, again, of this kid seeing his parents gunned down. How does he correct that? What does he do? Mm -hmm. And is he doing this again to benefit himself? And if he does, does he eventually grow up to be a better human being Mm -hmm. and start to expand the idea of helping others to essentially be, you know, the Batman that Gotham deserves and needs? Mm -hmm. I kind of want to see if Matt Reeves tackles that concept in this movie. Of who who Batman is? Of who Batman is or if he decides to learn. You know, is he doing this to bring justice to the Wayne family or is he doing this to bring justice to Gotham? Mm -hmm. And do we get that by the end of this movie? You know what? But the thing is that I think it's because from what it looks like is it looks like Batman is going to be Selena Kyle is going to be Batman's guide to humanity. Yeah, it's going to be Bruce Wayne opening up to humanity because he's starting to find a kindred spirit inside Mm -hmm. of Selena Kyle. And it's going to be this weird thing because he's going to find out what the Waynes did, what his parents did. He's going to find out his most trusted ally, Alfred. You've been lying to me. You've mm-hmm. lied to me my entire life. Mm-hmm. How, if you've been lying to me my entire life, how can I trust you? Mm-hmm. And that's going to have him push away from Alfred and go f- further into Selena. And I feel like she's going to kind of correct him where it's like all it is is just justice this is it it's black and white mm-hmm. and show him it's that it's justice it's not just justice it's vengeance it's vengeance anyway oh, but vengeance but i think he i think she's going to show him that there is a gray mm-hmm. that there is there's good there's evil but also there's gray in the middle and what you do with that gray that's that's what's going to represent you mm-hmm. do you, you know if somebody jaywalks you probably shouldn't break their jaw so I mean, <laughs> someone looks at you wrong. You're not going to probably beat him up. No, that's yeah. the scene in the movie. I, I want to see where he, where, how that scene is relevant in that movie. That? Where he just beats down the yeah. guy. <laughs> They're just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> I, 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 from what I think that's going to be is that's going to be a scene where the Riddler has gotten the best of him. Yeah. And he's trying to figure it out. And then he hears a mugging. And he's like taking out all his frustrations mm-hmm. on the workers. And he just beats the hell yeah. out of them. <laughs> or it could be like a time sensitive thing. Maybe he's running out of time. Probably. I yeah. actually would love that. Yeah. I would love the idea of him having to go somewhere because of the because of the Riddler. Yeah. And like he's like, I gotta get there in like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And then he sees muggers yeah. and he's like, I can't just walk away. Yeah. I have to stop them. Mm. And he's just like, oh, I'm justice. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> like, are we good? You're good. Yeah, you guys if, if have you fear stay- in you, right? <laughs> the fear has stayed? Okay. <laughs> if, if you stay, you get this. If you go home, you don't get this. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, well. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> actually can you pick up this guy's teeth as well, too? I think he needs those back. <laughs> if, if you put them in milk, you can put them back in. So it's fine. Yeah. So uh, we are running out of time because yeah. uh, we still have the Book of Boba Fett to talk about. Right, right, uh, right. Let's wrap this up by saying, you know, like our expectations for this movie, do you think they'll be met by the time we watch this? I think I'm going to. So I talked to you about this one before we saw Jackass. I'm going to walk. I'm, I'm going in with expectations by I'm going to walk away from this movie thinking that it's been a it, it, it was a really good movie. 
not a really really good movie but at least a really good movie that's uh, the that's the that's the level that i'm setting at for me okay okay um because i'm gonna go see it twice that week yeah i have it that tuesday so I have always like this. I back up because I realize because I know I'm loud, so I try to back up. Yeah, then, but then when you're not loud, you sound like I, this. Yeah, uh, so I need you to. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really gonna love this movie. And I'm t- okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> so anyway, you guys um, can't sit next to each other. <laughs> no, it's like it's like cats and dogs. Because <laughs> we can actually hit each other now. Uh, no, I'm not. Um, wait, wait. No, but I. Made me lose my train of thought. Anyway, so I so I'm I'm gonna go see. Yeah, I thought about beating up Brian, and immediately I went erection. Anyway, (laughs) but no, I think that for uh, was it for Batman? I'm gonna go see it twice that week. I already know that the first time I see it, that opening night, I'm going to love it. Yeah, you're gonna fanboy. I'm gonna fanboy. Yeah, same here. Second time on opening night is going to be kind of like my more. That's your critical. That's I'm, your critic. I'm, yeah, that's my. It's more like I'm going to actually like critically watch the movie, yeah. and I already know if the first time I watch it, I lose myself and I just watch the movie. <laughs> then the second time, I'm trying to be critical and still lose myself in the movie, and mm-hmm. I still kind of just I'm enjoying it. That's how I know the movie's really good. The once again, as long as the movie is a solid movie, yeah, I'm going to and it, and honestly, it looks like Matt Reeves has a great handle on everything it looks from from what exactly i've seen yeah from what i've heard it sounds like everything is he hadn't he had a vision mm-hmm. and he was allowed to do it and i'm looking forward to seeing what his vision of batman is really quick this just i just thought of this like whenever because whenever the movie got announced that we're like a month away now i was thinking about it and i was like oh away, yeah dude. <laughs> no, no no when 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 they officially announced it was a month away and it made me this is this is the thought process i was like oh yeah i'm super excited for this movie and i'm like Wait, this one was replaced by Ben Affleck's script, though. <laughs> I was like, this was the original, because Ben Affleck was originally supposed to have his own Batman You movie. know what? I wouldn't be surprised, though. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if there were aspects of Ben Affleck's script that is in this movie. I think so, because even, I think Matt Reeves, when openly said, he get, he said, like, I saw his script, it was really good, but the thing was, he wanted a younger Batman. He goes, he, it just felt that was the direction he wanted to go. Yeah, and because I Do you if think I'm they're not... going to allow him to be, like, an executive producer? For? Uh, if it goes well. For wait, totally Ben Affleck? Yeah. No, he says he's done with Batman. No, no, after, but like because he originally wrote the script. He's been, he's been saying that for a while. No, now. but he says after Flash, he's done with the it characters. Done to- after that, totally depends. I don't yeah. know because Warner Brothers is really pushing that whole. They're trying to separate the Snyderverse. It's it's weird. It just really because honestly, it depends on how Aquaman two goes, how Flash goes, yeah. how everything else goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we don't know. Snyder. <laughs> You still also, want to be a part of this? You, did you see the Did you see that clip from of uh, Oh the 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 minute trailer the for minute, DC the minute trailer for DC yeah, with uh, cool. what was it P- Pierce Brosnan holding the helmet of fate yeah and no then, but then they showed Doctor Fate too. and they showed Doctor Fate Adam Smasher and that I was, was like, what? like a weird thing to release and, randomly and, <laughs> right. and then dude Hawkman looks great oh yeah Hawkman looked awesome we're gonna get an Aquaman trailer by the time we see the Batman movie I Probably. think we're getting an yeah. Aquaman trailer with Batman mm-hmm. I think that's the yeah. only thing that makes sense either that or the Flash. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope so. I hope. I think it's the Flash. Well, we might. We'll, we'll see after Super Bowl. After oh. the Super Bowl, that's a thing. Super Bowl still coming up by the time oh, recording. Sunday, we might get more. We you might, can't we... say the Super Bowl. Why? Because I don't like sports. No, because they're just trying to. They're going to sue us, dude. They're trying. They're going to sue us, dude. 
Why? Oh, you guys don't know about that? No. That you can't say the word Super Bowl? Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. The fact that we don't monetize <laughs> for nothing. No, it's a free Come podcast. get our negative money, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a free podcast, we, uh, so you can't sue me. We owe money anyways. Money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, that's, that's how monetization works. Totally. Super so, Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, so Super technically Bowl. you can't say it because you're using it for means of monetization. Super Bowl. Are we monetizing this? No. Okay, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fall in that category. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying it. to bring in some fun fact over here for you guys. You did, Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Batman. Super Bowl. All right, get your web slinging butt over here. All right, <laughs> so you go sling your web some more. Else. Yeah, hey, you shut your mouth. You enjoyed that movie, all right? It's one thing coming from Nick. From you, disappointed. The disrespect. I'm gonna call you a Rackna kid. What? <laughs> He's a Rackna boy. A Rackna okay. boy. <laughs> Are we done with the topic? Your reps yes, let's move on to the Mandalorian. Oh, sorry, uh, the book of book of Mandalorian. Sorry, book of Boba Fett. I have. I, I see. My problem is, is, I actually don't know if you did that on purpose or if you, actually, if you legitimately did do that on accident. We never know. I, I legitimately was like I was on that same page. I'm like, is it, is it on purpose or is, is it not? Is, if this is a bit. It's a good one. Yeah. Good <laughs> no. Uh, I, I I was saying this early on yeah. in uh, before we started. I think that this that. The book of Boba Fett suffered from a slight title change. Yeah, <laughs> if it would have just said the Mandal, which are, the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. st- a Mandalorian story, the book of Boba Fett, I don't think anybody would have been upset. The Mandal- then, no, yeah, honestly, I would. No, it's yeah. the Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett. That's all you need. That actually would. have... I mean, either way, as long as you have yeah. Mandalorian in the title, because yeah. then you would have expected to see Din Djarin at one yeah. point. Because because if you look at the logo, Brian have the logo right here, right next to me right now, and <laughs> which except, it won't happen. It won't happen. A. You can see the it says little little writing right here, the book, and then big Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. That's the thing. Because I feel like because I talked about it last last podcast. Thanks about. for that one. <laughs> Are you gonna do it, jerk? No, no, he has to edit it in. Boba Fett <laughs> book. <laughs> 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 See, might as well. You already have the image. You might as well just put it right there. <laughs> I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> See, right now I'm tickling the fet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the two T's. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, but I don't get paid for this. No, you, do. no, you don't. <laughs> but neither do we. So. <laughs> hey! Anyway, so. I think that if you would have just done that, I don't think people would have been pissed off. Because That's then, because the yeah. then it would then you you're already telling people that this is a continuation of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So you are going to have stories from Boba Fett. You're going to have stories of Mandalorians. Yeah. You're going to have from Mandalorian, uh, which one? from the Mandalorian, and you're also going to have stories from Grogu. Mm-hmm. I don't think people would have complained as much. Yeah. I think people would have been like, okay, cool, like I'm in. Uh, yes and no. So, I mean, let, let's let's kind of state the baseline here. We're all in agreement that we enjoyed the book of Boba Fett for what it was, right? For what it was, yes. I for really what it was. It. Okay. I, re- I really enjoyed it. So, that that's the thing, is that this this series was... I do want a preference, though. ...was enjoyable. I, I do like Robert Rodriguez movies. I do, that too. Is, that, is, that, that is a... That's a thing. I, I should preference that. I that's do a thing. <laughs> I no, love Spy Kids. I... <laughs> <laughs> you saw the Spy Kids reference, right? Yeah. There was it's a Spy Kids reference? Yeah, he always does that. It's he the crayon. loves doing that. It's the what? It's the crayon. 
uh, in Spy Kids one, uh, what was it? When she's That's talking cool. to her mom, she does crayon. she has acid crayon. The way that Finn that Finnick gets inside of J- Jabba's palace yep. is an acid crayon. Yep. And then she uh, uses it to then assassinate the droid. It's a Spy Kids reference. Yeah. That's pretty sick. That's pretty <laughs> sick. I, I know because that. I watched Spy Kids last week. <laughs> yeah. I tried watching Spy Kids. I don't know. Oh, okay. So I I recently did that too, and I stopped after uh, halfway into was it Flip? the no the island one. The second one. Oh, oh. Because yeah, I, that I didn't. Not, that one's not as good. Yeah. Game Over was actually pretty good. Game Over's not bad. It's not it, bad, but the first not, one's obviously better. It's not the first one. I also, also, I was really hoping that when he when they asked Danny Trejo what his name was, mm-hmm. I was really hoping he was going to say, Is Machete. I, I, I was really hoping he was just going to say it just so that way there was a crossover <laughs> of Spy Kids <laughs> and Machete. <laughs> Machete's in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> All the properties on the Star Wars. <laughs> Um, no, but that, that's the consensus between all of us is that we enjoyed the Book of Boba Fett for what it was. Yeah. It's Do not we... that it was a bad series, but the problem that I'm seeing here is that there's a lot of inconsistencies. And I don't know, like, I mean, they people kind of already know what our thoughts are. If mm-hmm. we're going to summarize, you know, our individual thoughts of mm-hmm. what the Book of Boba Fett was, uh, I'll just say this. I enjoyed that they expanded the universe a little bit more, right, right. that they gave Boba Fett more of a defined arc rather than just being a badass toy to sell mm-hmm. and they gave other characters that we never really thought could be expanded you know they gave them more character the Tusken Raiders for example mm-hmm. yeah. because now we know that they're individual or indigenous people to Tatooine with a purpose yeah we've known that but not to this extent not to the extent that it was kind of like now we have a little more it, sentiment towards it, them it wasn't as generalized. Ex- it's, it, it was much more of if you, had, yeah. if you had read legends, mm-hmm. then you kind of knew. Yeah, you knew about the Jawas and you knew about the and you knew about the Tusken Raiders. Mm-hmm. This is very much put it in the forefront of Star Wars, where it's like mm-hmm. Tatooine is this. Yeah, and I think we were talking about this earlier, like a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. where someone was saying like, "Oh yeah, I didn't like the fact that they made the Tusken Raiders like that they gave them purpose to exist." Mm-hmm. Because now I kind of feel bad that Anakin slaughtered them, and I didn't want to feel that. No, I'm I like, still don't care about that. It was just dumb. Like why? why like <laughs> why are you pissed off about that? But yeah. overall, I like that. I felt feelings. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all crying about yeah. that. Okay, yeah, it's a good thing Anakin massacred people just because you know. Yeah, I mean, no. just a little genocide. Yeah, yeah it's well, not, right. Well, not only that, but also you're never supposed to go like, yeah, Anakin murder the Tuskens, kill them. Oh, you know, it's it's okay to like enjoy him murdering Tuskens, but when he's murdering kids, that's where we draw the line. That's where like, no, kids. we can't. Well, I mean, as long as he thinks that they're sunflowers. <laughs> <laughs> Good robot chicken <laughs> reference. <laughs> but uh, no, but I, I do I, I do think that Robert Rodriguez films his things very particularly. Yeah. And there is and there is kind of a style to it and there's a, a story like beat to it. I really do feel like he very much went, I can do the Desperado series and put them in the Mandalorian <laughs> series and then we call it a day. Yeah. I was really expecting Antonio Banderas. I wanted him. Antonio Banderas. I'm really, yeah. I'm really surprised he didn't show up as like another bounty hunter. I thought that would have been hilarious. I thought that would have been hilarious if he would have showed up like a bard. Just like, <laughs> I will say that referencing the Western stuff, Favreau organically puts him into his like scenes, yeah. like the stuff that he directs. He puts it in organically where you're not kind of like, oh, clearly that's a Western. Oh, clearly it's this. Clearly it's that. Mm-hmm. The only fault that I kind of see here in terms of like Robert Rodriguez directing the episodes that he did for the Book of Boba Fett is that they were very obvious. Like there's a lot of sequences that were just kind of like, 
it's like he did a cutout of a certain thing and then just duct taped it to a wall and said, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it just was super obvious that that gun scene where they're kind of barricading behind the giant tank, like that was full Western stuff. Yeah. Like you could literally pull <laughs> uh, like from a, what, like what, a 19, mm-hmm. huh? What do you mean? Oh no, I'm looking at, I, I, the, the Superman caught my, caught my eye and I don't know why they drew in a bulge for his penis. Yeah. Oh yeah, what the heck? I he caught my eye. Like, we got tweet at Alex Ross for that. <laughs> like literally, I, I like I, I looked up and I just saw like a line that goes all the way up, and I'm like, there's a bit of a curve. I'm like, thanks for that minor <laughs> little cut in, yeah. Nick. But I'm it, sorry, Jesus, like, you're 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 intrigued by that? Yeah, dude, I, I looked up and I saw penis. I was, how are you not? No, not just any penis. That's a super penis. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get back to the point? No, the super penis is more important. <laughs> <laughs> but like again, like I was saying, you yeah. can clearly cut out like certain like certain par- uh, parts of like a Western movie yeah. from like decades ago mm-hmm. and paste it right over this and be like, yeah, that's clearly what mm-hmm. you are seeing like from a Western, right? Yes. Um, but I mean, it's still enjoyable. I don't really see the hatred towards Rodriguez's so, directional style. So this is my take. I think if you want to kind of like understand why people dislike it. I don't, I don't want to say I dislike it. I do. I just don't agree with the story aspect of it where they gave us three three episodes. Was it three or four before we got to the Mandalorian? It was because he popped in an episode five and six. Okay. So where I felt like we didn't get a lot or enough time of Boba Fett to feel like we needed to do two episodes okay. of Mando. Really? So before, yeah, I felt like I feel like if I, I could have done one more episode before they brought in Mando. So I, before we discuss that, because mm-hmm. that's a good point, let me give you the Rotten Tomato scores of every individual episode. episode yeah. And you'll see a trend right now. So episode one is 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, okay? Mm-hmm. Two is 90%. Three is 59%. Four is 86%. Mando's episode, 100. Of course. Episode 6, 89. And then episode 7, 50. So there's a trend. Mm -hmm. And that trend matches kind of what we were talking about earlier throughout Mm -hmm. the week, where people were expecting something different, and they didn't get what they wanted Mm -hmm. until episode 5. Because we had this argument. I wouldn't say argument, but this discussion beforehand. We were saying that, Boba Fett was not an interesting character for some people. I felt like this series was advertised more for the fans that knew of Boba Fett's existence, well, I, and it was an add-on. I had told you earlier on, like Boba Fett is like the Joker. He's he he's amazing when you don't know a lot about him. Yeah. Yes. When and he's he's a, he's a dope character when you can like make up stories in your head about Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. When you actually give him backstory. Not really all that. Not a whole lot about him. Like, yeah. there's not, you give I him mean, backstory. You give him growth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little bit like you. It, it'll either be received well or not because some people have a different perspective of how he should have been done. Well, not only that, but also he here. I, I I mentioned it in the last podcast, but the thing is that with Boba Fett, there is a guideline. There is he. We've seen him before. He's been in the original series. We have a guideline of this is what Boba Fett would do. He mm-hmm. has a backstory in Clone Wars of how exactly he reacts, the mm-hmm. things he does. Because even in Clone Wars, it shows that Boba Fett doesn't really like killing innocents. Mm-hmm. Like in Clone Wars, he even says like, but they had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I kill them? For Mandal, for, Ma- for Din Djarin though, he was a brand new character. Yeah. I can kind of shape him and mold him however I want. And you mm-hmm. also got to kind of 
blend that in with a new character with baby with Grogu. Mm -hmm. And you got to have this little adventure where it was brand new for Boba Fett though, because I have so many constraints, he can only go one direction. Really? That's what exactly what I told you. It literally puts him on a, on on a, on a train and Mm -hmm. he, he can't diverge. Like I, if I were just to say, oh yeah, afterwards Boba Fett goes off and he becomes a bounty hunter again, it's like, well, that's kind of lame. Why would he well, become a bounty hunter? Then, if that's the case, then was then Mando the main focus of just like we got to set up season three, but we'll do it as not if, like, necessarily because that's what it, I mean. Honestly, if you honestly think about it, like what I said too, I think I said it last week where it's like they're leaning towards more of like how do we get Grogu back in season three? The way I, I kind of see this is that this was added on DLC to the main video game. Mm-hmm. It's I, kind of. Sorry, go. No, 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 no. Sorry, go. go, go. Okay, so go it's added on DLC to the main video game, mm-hmm. right? Right. And usually what ends up happening is that they tried to expand the Boba Fett story in a way they felt could have naturally gone. Mm-hmm. And then they realized, well, we can't necessarily just kind of like make this kind of be the mm-hmm. ongoing story for seven episodes. We kind of have to introduce Mando at some point mm-hmm. to bring up the relevance of season three, mm-hmm. right? Because the problem with this is that you can't necessarily watch this without watching seasons one and two Mm -hmm. of The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Because you even said it yourself, if you reach episode five, you're going to wonder why the heck is this new character so relevant right now? And why Mm -hmm. are we discussing him? How did he get the lightsaber? All these different things. Or or even if you you skip Book of Boba Fett Mm -hmm. and you just watch The Mandalorian shows... When you get to season three, you're like, wait, why is Grogu back? Why is, yeah, yeah. exactly. So there's kind of like this, it, it's it's going to be a double-edged sword, because mm-hmm. that's what you said, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to wait and see exactly what happens there. It's just, it's difficult, because it, it's... So while you're thinking... Yeah, go, go for say, it, go for it. I can put this in one thing, and I know Brian's automatically going to understand it. It's a loyalty mission. Mm-hmm. This is a if if you were to take this like Mass Effect, this is Boba Fett's loyalty mission mm-hmm. for the eventual war on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I, so so no no because a hundred percent. That's that's where the, that's where we're that's where they've pitched it. Mm-hmm. They've already given the dark They've already done this thing. They keep on saying we have to go to Mandalore. Yeah. We're going to Mandalore. Eventually, we're going to Mandalore. And there's going to be a moment where they need reinforcements. They need some kind of uh, battalion or something like that. And it's going to be that moment of Mando calls Boba Fett and he goes, I'm in. I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming down to help you, man, mm-hmm. because he completed Boba Fett's loyalty mission. That's this is com- the way. And that is yeah. the way. So and it's going to, and that's, that's how we're, cause I don't think we're getting a season two of, of Boba Fett. They've already confirmed that they're working on it. Mm-hmm. If we do get a season two of Boba Fett, that's awesome. That's cool. Uh-huh. I do think though that Boba Fett is going to be, I don't think we're getting it for a year and a half though. Yeah, no, it I don't makes sense. Getting, yeah. I, I don't think that we're, I, if we switch off, cause what I really want is I want Mando to then connect all the dots mm-hmm. of these. I want a crossover. I want Ahsoka Tano. I want Luke. I want Boba Fett. I want, you're not going to get Andor because he's dead, but <laughs> yeah. that's just a reality. That's, I mean, that's, that's it, a yeah. reality, but maybe like rogue squadron, bring them in. Mm-hmm. But I do want a, a push for Mandalore mm-hmm. to retake it. Cause what it sounds like is it sounds like Mandalore is still there, Yeah, but it's still under the occupation of the empire. It's just mm-hmm. dead. I, it's kind of like what it made it seem was that the Empire just 
bombed it and they were no. like, eh, whatever. No, they didn't. What they did is they mined it. What they did is they did the same thing that they did for kyber crystals, mm-hmm. that they did for anything else. Mm-hmm. They put a base there and now they are mining it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That, that's that's how you got the Beskar that you see in episode one of The Mandalorian because they had to mine it. Mm-hmm. They mined it off of Mandalore because that's the only place it, it, you, it gets created. So see if you like this theory or not because this is what I was telling Renee is that there was certain dialogue in this last episode that kind of made me realize that there's a possible direction that Favreau wants to take Boba Fett and that direction is he's going to be or at least try to comprehend the culture of the Mandalores because there was this line where essentially that dialogue between Mando or Din Djarin and Boba where they're you know bunkered up in the uh in the, the exploded bar, the, yes. the sanctuary, right? And they're kind of going back and forth, and Boba was like, you know, you should get out of here, just, you know, save yourself. And Din Djarin was basically saying, no, I've committed to this. That's Either the way. That I... is the way. Either we make it out of light together, or we die trying with honor. And I, I'm calling it right now, that is going to be a line that is said three seasons down when we're on the War of Mandalore. Boba Fett shows up, and then he goes, you showed up. And he goes... It's the way. It's, this yeah. is the way. So, this is the way. I'm telling you right now, that's going to be a line that's said. It's it. it they, they've already they've already kind of like yeah. set it up. To There's another setup to it at the end because at that part, when that dialogue was happening, I kind of had the feeling that Boba Fett was trying to understand why Din Djarin is acting the way he is. Right. And then there's a line at the end of the episode uh, where you know he's going there and doing the bows and visiting yes. the people where Fennec asks him, you know is this what you want? And he's like, no, I don't feel like I belong. Like this isn't something that I want. Mm -hmm. Right. And it kind of alludes to that. He's passing on the rule to someone else. Mm -hmm. I kind of have a feeling that what they're going to be doing. Okay. Thanks Nick. Cause you were supposed to confirm if I was right or not. No. No. Why wouldn't you? Yes. But that's not the, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Mando or that Boba (laughs) Fett is going to essentially try and be cultured by the Mandalore culture. Uh, the Mandalore culture. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So Mando Dinjarin is going to Mandalore to mm-hmm. basically revitalize himself mm-hmm. and regain the trust of the Mandalores, mm-hmm. essentially. Right. Of okay. The Mandalorians. Yeah. So what's to say that Boba Fett won't be doing the same thing, just not the way that Dinjarin is doing? Okay. Maybe he kind of is incentivized down the line, trying to understand why Dinjarin is doing what he's doing and trying to see, you know, maybe yeah. this is something, this is something that I should probably be doing. Because right now yeah. he doesn't necessarily have an identity. Mm-hmm. He's Boba Fett, yeah. but he's just a clone. Mm-hmm. And Cad Bane even says that to him. You're yeah. just a clone. Yeah, you weren't born or anything. You were, you were just born. created. You were created. Yeah. So do, don't you think that that kind of sticks in his head? And Definitely. Like, I think I think that's what it is. It's going to be him proving that he is, he does, he is like, a, he, he does have like a human qualities or he is a human. Just yeah, a normal human. Yeah, so, that'd be interesting in season two. Repeat all that because I lied. I just had to pee. I couldn't hear a single thing. I was time. gonna say. I told him too. I told him he's not gonna hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I was dancing over here. Sometimes at a certain you point. make me want to just like strangle myself. Don't worry, we're gonna get drinks after this. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just, just take some back. shots and you're like this one. You know what, right, Nick? You're you've been the best thing that's been happening. <laughs> You're the best thing for this brand. But <laughs> screw it. I'm just, I'm just gonna you say, mess with me too much. 
Aye. Aye. If you're gonna, Booey. I mean, if you're gonna, if, <laughs> I mean, if you are going to strangle me, just get me a couple of drinks in, and then you know that way. We, and I'll enjoy that, it. That way we both get in. Danny. <laughs> what? Sorry. What? 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 No. So what I was saying is essentially <laughs> to summarize everything in a sentence. Yeah. I'll yes. try. Boba Fett has an identity crisis, and he's going to essentially join Din Djarin on his journey to regain the Mandalore culture and essentially become a part of the Mandalorians. Because there was a line at the end where he said, I don't want this, essentially. He doesn't want to rule. Is it Mas Espa or Mas? Yeah, it's Mas Espa. Mas Espa. He doesn't want to basically overlook Mas Espa anymore. He doesn't feel like it's something for him. He is going to give it to Cod Van. That I understand. But I do have a feeling that because of what Cad Bane told him, where he said, you were created, you're just a clone, right? Now he has that identity crisis, and he wants to prove not just to others, but mainly himself, he's capable of something else. Which is not wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Cad Bane's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, he is a clone. He's, he's a clone. But then again, baby. You, have that, you have that identity crisis. Where do you fit in this world? What is your purpose then? I think that... Boba Fett isn't going to abandon Mos Espa. I, he, he is going to still be the daimyo, but he's going to leave it in new management. You still report into Boba. Boba's here. He's still muscle, but he leaves every so often. He's still daddy. Yeah, he he leaves and he because I'm telling you right now, Cobb, what Cobb Van is going to be is Cobb Van is going to be the new he's going to be the new mayor. Yeah, yeah. We killed the mayor. We need a new mayor of Mos Espa, and it's going to be Cobb Van. And I yeah. think and it's going to be great because it's going to be just like in, it's going to be like Mass Effect where you have Captain Anderson and mm-hmm. he's like on the council and he, he hates it. doesn't know Mass Effect. You should play, you have a PS4. I mean PS5. You yes. should probably play Mass Effect. It's, no, it's, but it, I'm good. But all right. Why? I don't know. No, you no, you don't have a choice. <laughs> what listen, not listen, a choice. listen, listen, don't, don't take away my free will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, do you know us? This, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> don't take away. Yeah. Don't tell me what to play, Nick. Listen, I, listen. If I have to tie you down mm-hmm. and make you play it, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I have better things to do. Okay. I have Actually, you know to what? Do, but Why I mean, don't we just like okay? Because you know what we've told no, don't them. Say it. You don't know what I'm about to say. You're gonna do a let's play. No. Oh, okay, never mind. No, I'm telling you, you haven't played, uh, what is it, the 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 Star Wars game. Which one? Fallen oh, Jedi, Jedi, Fallen yeah, Order. Fallen yeah. Order. You haven't played it. No, I haven't. So when it goes on sale, why don't you just gift it to him? Because I don't have a PS5. No, gift it to him. Like, we buy it for him, and it has to be on he's his account. He's still not going to play it. He's going to play it. <laughs> no, he's not. No, because here's the thing. Renee he'll do jokes. it out of spite. No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> then he's playing it anyway. No, he'll, he'll no, literally. No, I'll get it, and I'll just be like. He'll just throw it on the table. And no, go like, we're not giving him. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like, oh, yeah, FM. He's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't you understand about Renee? <laughs> oh, guys, this is so cool. Thanks for the present. <laughs> Y'all have a gift receipt. <laughs> now I'm gonna buy Borderlands. Have you played I have Borderlands? that. I have that. Yeah. You have Borderlands, but not Mass. I hate. I hate you right now. I don't, <laughs> How do you I don't not like want to play Mass Effect? The amount of, no. I, the only reason I'm saying is because the amount of how much you love storytelling and mm-hmm. connectivity and like comic books and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you you'd fall oh, in love with. Mass I was Effect. only playing Borderlands because my friends made me play in the in the in the 
group chat. So apparently we're not that kind of friends. No, you're not. No, I am. Not uh, yet. No, I, I get it though. Because <laughs> one of my buddies wanted to play Borderlands, and I think we got like 80, no, like 60% in. Yeah. And we haven't touched it since. I, that's, <laughs> the thing. that's the thing. We got, we got so much time into we it, but the thing is, it. is that my friends don't play it anymore because we, yeah. you know, we don't, you know, one got married and has like two kids now. One moved to yeah, do, do service for the army, and we're like, all right, I guess we're not yeah. playing that now. <laughs> like, also, uh, like it's like playing a it takes two. Yeah, like, me and my, me and my buddy started playing it takes two, and then we got like maybe like three chapters in. And he was just like, "All right, we'll play it later," and then we've never. Touched it. <laughs> just, I'll, I'll see you online yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> right, yeah. six no, years like, later. The worst. No, know what the worst thing is? He's always online. Oh, we're always in chat together, and we talk like almost every day. <laughs> the thing is, is that whenever I say, "Hey, let's play it takes two, he then goes. Man, I'm tired. I don't want to do that. You know, he man. Goes, I'm gonna play. League. I'm just gonna play League, or I'm gonna play Rune Terror. You know, I just realized it. I haven't eaten yet, so I'm like, that—that <laughs> that is a yeah. thing where it's like I have to go to bed by seven, mm-hmm. by like eight o'clock, and I've only got two hours. I'm gonna go play League of Legends. Yeah. Little, little. I know we're tangenting, but I'm gonna put this little bit of extra. I'm actually going to commit myself to. That sounded so wrong. I should have gone some other way. I'm going to commit to trying to like finish a couple games because. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Huh? Uh, Fallen Order, because I I think I'm like 50% of the way done and I yeah. haven't touched it since. Uh-huh. But I want to finish the Fallen Order. Okay. Um, and then I want to replay all of Mass Effect. I've literally I've I've literally played that like three times. I don't Effect? know how, dude. Or Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Oh really? Oh, Mass, okay. The Mass Effect trilogy, though. I've, I, I'm, like, I'm going through my. But like honestly, I do want to play Fallen Order at some point. You have to because mm-hmm. I'll tell you this: the Book of Boba Fett. Going back to this topic, mm-hmm. it's really made me appreciate the Star Wars lore a lot more than mm-hmm. just watching the movies and. Nick has tried to constantly persuade me to watch Clone Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Nick has done it for months. The show did it in seven episodes. Mm-hmm. I now want to watch the Clone Wars, and I want to watch Rebels, and I want to watch The Bad Batch, because there's so much to appreciate now that I'm just kind of like, well, I don't want someone to tell me. I mm-hmm. want to like see everything firsthand. Mm-hmm. I want to experience that. I want to get to that episode where ahsoka is fighting darth vader and see that kind of like tragedy fall because my favorite star wars movie is revenge of the sith mm-hmm. it's the hardest movie to watch mm-hmm. because it you know the outcome it, it really bre- do. It, oh. it breaks your heart it's so it, it's, oh. it's heartbreaking god yes to, to go through the entire journey of clone wars and then get to rebels and you have that fight you and like there there's just so much emotion that's there you're like I don't want to watch anymore. But <laughs> I, don't I have to keep watching. <laughs> I, think, I think for me is that I'm not emotionally attached to most of the characters that you are. What? You guys are. I think that's what it is for me. That's why I'm not like into. Do you which, emotionally which, get attached to characters? Though I, I mean, like that watch. I like. Yeah. Like what? Batman. I mean, I love. I mean, I watch. I have like emotional attached to like anime characters, like Midoriya and stuff like what that. A freaking weeb. <laughs> and you know, and then Aaron on Attack on did, Titan. What, what you didn't know is we're gonna we're gonna. Dude, switch the script you on you. Attack on Titan. Dude, you do no, no, have watch no. Attack on Titan. No, I'm not watching Attack on Titan. Dude, come on. No, I'm it's not so watching good. Attack on I ho- Titan. I hope you know that we're gonna ha- we're gonna have an Attack on Titan. Come no, on. listen. We have to bring back. No, honestly, we I have to do an Attack on Titan. The reason, the only reason I will watch Attack on Titan is if you guys edit every episode to include the first season theme song. That is it. No, we have to show you all the openings. What like the after hell? this, like after this. No, like, the no. openings suck. It's not no, the no, first no, one. No, dude, you have to listen to this new, this last season opening. It slaps. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it's, it's, it's no. It's a sl- it, dude. I slaps, dude. <laughs> <laughs> also, have you hold on? Have you noticed <laughs> that they showed uh, in other in like season openers? Mm-hmm. They've shown future season stuff. Yes. 
actually, t- I, I was uh, today. I was actually watching all the seven openings, and I was watching them, and I'm just like, it's spoiled. <laughs> it's it, it's spoiled. Of, there's a lot of spoilers. Yeah, if yeah. you don't know what's happening, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, this is just cool, and then like, there's a lot of spoilers and everything yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> But to circle that's, back to that's the, how excited I got to circle too. back to the clo- <laughs> to circle back to the Clone Wars scene. Why did I, you thrust into the table? I know you, <laughs> that, that was my question. <laughs> I know, but why was your first thing penis first? Like, <laughs> why was that because your defense? You, yeah, you just heard. You just heard. That's why I was like, oh, why was like it not like chest first? It was all it was all penis first. It was like, oh, oh, big attack. <laughs> 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 Why was that your your defense mechanism? You hit me in the chest and I thought I was going to fall backwards. It's like you were trying to catch yourself. You were trying to catch yourself then. I guess that's what it was. Wait, were you trying to throw all your weight forward with your... Yes. Let me throw my 10 pounds forward. (laughs) (laughs) Can we go back to the book of Boba Fett, please? So, okay, so kind of circle back because you guys were talking about Clone Wars and why you want to watch it. I think for me, it's kind of like I'm, I'm aware of these characters. I mean, but I've never, I guess I've never really liked... Anakin as a character watching the prequels. See, cause I, my, and I think I was more into Obi Wan. Yeah. And, yeah. Man. No, so, but because uh, I'm more a, excited for for Kenobi, honestly. Because people, because I know people were also very disappointed with the final episode of Boba Fett because of the fight with Cad Bane. Like they were like we were expecting it was going to be like more epic, and we thought it was going to be it everything was epic. else. It was it was okay. It, it's like, more I, of a it good. It's, but it's but it's more of a western ending for him. Yeah, that's so, so that's the thing. It's, it's, how yeah. can you but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing though. If you <laughs> have Here's the thing. If you have the history of Cad Bane with you as you're watching it, yes. it is a great ending for Cad Bane. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. I love it because there's so much backstory for I do believe it. You have Boba. to watch You have to watch Clone Wars. There, there's a lot of yeah. like history that's there with them because mm-hmm. Cad Bane teaches which I teaches Boba mm-hmm. and the main reason why he's teaching Boba is because he was taught by Django mm-hmm. and he wants to defeat Django. He wanted to prove that he was the best bounty hunter and unfortunately... The reason, the reason why he has this is because, because of, of Cad, Cad Bane. Yeah. That, was, that was explored in the... In, the in the, dent on his helmet. The yeah. dent on his helmet that's is from Cad Bane. Listeners. It's from Cad Bane and that's why he even says, I'm not a little boy anymore. Mm-hmm. There's so much history that's there. Where when you then see it from that lens, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. So but, that's hundred, yeah. No, but the thing is that it was the same thing for Rebels because in Rebels there is a lightsaber fight with spoiler, where <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi fights Darth Maul, mm-hmm. and it's the Darth and it's Darth Maul's death. Yeah, where he dies on Tatooine, and in that people then complained because it wasn't an awesome fight. Boba Fett, uh, which uh, Obi Wan and Man and I'm Maul. sorry. Do y'all want space wizards? Well, no. It, the The idea but, was that it was a lot. It, the way that Filoni, the, the way that Filoni did it, said it was he was like inside of like a Kurosawa movie or anything else. Two masters of swords. Yeah. If you are a true master with the blade, you could finish a fight within two moves. Within a move, two moves, yeah. and then it's done. Because it, it, that, because it shows your mastery of the blade. Yeah, because you can read him like a book. Mm-hmm. When you do that and you see it from those lenses, 
it's awesome because it shows that Obi-Wan Kenobi has grown. He's done he's done all these other things. They actually showed that in the Mandalorian episode where they introduced Ahsoka Tana for the first time in the series when he she's fighting uh what's her face's name with the bass uh Beskar the Beskar spear. spear. Yeah. Because those move sets were very much and that was more of like a samurai mm-hmm. like movie. Yes. That was inspired by it because it was like doom 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 pause. Boom boom pause mm-hmm. it's it's the idea of we are both masters of the blade and if i attack you too fast mm-hmm. i can be off i could become off balance mm-hmm. and you and I, that'll give you the advantage and I, that and that means death so my biggest complaint with that aspect is that you're like 100 percent right but most fans and again i don't care if people get mad about this they already know if you guys have listened to this podcast you know on several occasions you know, we, we say this Star Wars fans are some of the weirdest people to talk about because they're what do you mean? mean? No, no, because <laughs> <laughs> you get too passionate, all right? You you go on a, like a like a ten minute rant with no one ever cutting you off. When you talk about Star Wars <laughs> on this podcast, my fault. Okay. when you talk about Star Wars on this podcast, you usually start off like this and somehow you end up away from them. It's like, because I'm going just, to a galaxy far, far away. Where you're just like, by the end of the episode or by the end of this issue, you're kind of discussing this entire podcast <laughs> from this kind of like volume and you're just like, oh yeah, no, I totally love, you know, Mandalorian. Yes. I'm going to turn your mic off. <laughs> Things all the but way then, there. but then, but then, when we talk Stop about it. like a certain moment, you kind of go back and be like, so effing cool. You know, like, <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, I don't know how to control my body. I just do. I just, I, know how to control my voice, but not my body. So we got to wrap up this topic because uh, we're about to reach that one hour thirty mark. But to go back to that point where like Star Wars fans are kind of the weirdest people to talk about is that nothing ever satisfies them. There's always some sort of complaint, but you really have to take it apart and see maybe why it is that it was written a certain way yeah like to me i can't stand this if you love the series of events that happened in the new trilogy but don't like this what is your reasoning for that like i don't i get it because some people are going to say like how dare you hate on fictional romance the sequence of events that happened between Ray and Ben to end up kissing at the end of the movie very awkward does not make sense i don't care she how assaulted much you ben. yeah <laughs> she there's assaulted no him. there was no consent I, yeah. I want to meet to her. <laughs> it was no consent and in that. Issue eighty five is the one where we get canceled. Good job, Nick. It's not my fault. HR. It's not my fault. Blame Don't. Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> no, but see, but that's the Hold thing. Hold on. Is that- Even in Jackass, mm-hmm. there was a scene where with the with the scorpion where mm-hmm. it goes on her chest, and, <laughs> and, then he, and then she's like, it's going up, and he's like, oh, I can't touch you unless you give me consent. Yeah. Do you consent? And then she's like, I take it off. I consent. I consent. I consent. <laughs> Even Jackass, even Jackass, me too. But okay, so going back, (laughs) I can't touch you without consent. Going back to that point, you can't have, you can't like say that that is okay (laughs) when it was quickly rushed in three movies, and Mm -hmm. then look at stuff like the Book of Boba Fett and say like, oh well, if we take it apart, the fight between Boba and Cad Bane doesn't make any sense because it wasn't epic enough. No, even someone who hasn't seen. Clone Wars and Rebels to your extent understood the significance of that fight. I did there. You didn't? No, I did. I said. You did. Okay. I even understood that there's history here. There's history. And it was yeah. very, like, okay, first point, mm-hmm. obvious point, it's very Western. Yes. It was quiet. It was who was going to make the first move. Cad Bane clearly mm-hmm. actually, like, countered him several different times because yeah. he was technically more skilled. He had the upper hand. But 
because Boba was trained differently mm -hmm. and he started to kind of have that confidence he was able to best mm -hmm. him. But it didn't end that way with Boba actually being the clear victor mm -hmm. because even though he did, quote unquote, kill Cad Bane, which we kind of already assuming he didn't mm -hmm. because no, he no one dies in Star Wars. Technically speaking, you saw what he did. With oh, Bennett. are we going off of that? He didn't die. Yes. Yeah, he didn't oh, die. Oh, okay. No, see, and here's the reason why I say, okay. why would you spend time on Cad Bane's, mm -hmm. on Cad Bane, mm -hmm. and he's beeping, and nothing happens? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Cad Bane always has a backup plan. Yes. Mm -hmm. He is notorious inside of the Clone Wars mm -hmm. to be hard to kill. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy assisted in the genocide of Jedi. You really think that a stab through the chest is going to kill him? Actually, yes. he didn't assist in the genocide. He assisted in the kidnapping of Jedi. There you go. Okay, sorry. Different. My bad. But so, he did go... He he has gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with Luke, uh, Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Mace Windu and come out alive. So, with that said... Cad Bane was still able to deliver final blows with words to Boba Fett. You were just a clone and nothing more. Right. And... I knew you were always a killer because there were certain lines in the series where Boba Fett tried to not be that person he was before. And with that line, Cad Bane essentially said, you are still who you really were before. You're nothing but a killer, a bounty hunter. So those blows essentially are going to kind of bring something out of Boba Fett by the time season two but, comes around but or even is, in Mando season three. But the thing is that I don't think they affect him as much because he and that was and that was proof by the gaffy stick of I'm not killing uh, maliciously. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to do this. I'm not killing you because of a bounty. I'm not killing you out of greed. I'm killing you to protect others. Mm -hmm. And that is vastly different than what it used to be mean to me to kill someone. But mm -hmm. you're always a killer doesn't mean anything to him? You you're will always, always be a killer? Because also Boba Fett knows in order to protect something, I have to eventually kill. I have to kill. I, I have to protect them. It, words aren't always going to solve every situation. Mm -hmm. And I think he understood. He understands that with his with, by being a daimyo, by doing all these, by having a family. Be, and that is the reason why by the end of it, she even says, well, if we don't do this, who will? If, if we don't protect Mas Espa, we don't protect Tatooine, who's going to protect it then? Mm -hmm. And it, you have that kind of like real cool scene of like all of them together. And, you know, uh, Black, uh, what was it? Um, Black Samson, uh, you also have like the, the modders. They're all there and they're all laughing because Boba Fett finally has the one thing he hasn't had since the era of the Clone Wars, a family, people he can trust, people okay. that he can, people that he can actually depend on. And that was proven through that battle of people showing up and showing Boba Fett he isn't alone here. Mm -hmm. Because if no one would have showed up, then he would have been like, yes, I, you're right. I'm, I'm all by myself and only by myself can I defeat them. But because he worked as a tribe, he was able to conquer the, the Pike Syndicate. Because mm -hmm. nobody conquers the Pikes. That's, that's insane. The Pike Syndicate is huge. Mm -hmm. Somehow he did it. Yeah. Because he had family. Mm-hmm. It's I all about family. family. Dom comes out of nowhere with his charger <laughs> off oh, the cliff. It's a, it's a speeder, man. It's a speeder. I'm <laughs> telling you. This, I'm still I got a 1976 wizard. Dude. speeder. That would be hilarious if you see a pod racer mm -hmm. that's in the shape of a, of a Dodge <laughs> Charger. And then he's like, wizard. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be awesome that'd be, that'd be, that'd be so good uh, I'm, we, I'm still waiting for the Jurassic Park fan, uh, fan. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to wrap up this issue pretty soon so uh, about 10 minutes left 
do we have any final thoughts on the Boba Fett series as a whole or just episode, this episode specifically? No, I, I don't really have anything. I, I thought it was pretty good. It was a good setup for season three for Mandalorian, you know, mm-hmm. other than that. I didn't really have any other qualms with it. Okay, Nick? Um, or do you I, want me to go and then... No, I, 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 I can... You got yours? Yeah, I got yours. Okay, you I, seem like I, you didn't have your thoughts. No, yeah, the... The idea of of the show is really it, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I liked what it does for the Star Wars universe and the growth of it. I'm interested to see where this takes place. I think that if you look at this show as the guys that I had mentioned in the last podcast of, this is a side story from the Mandalorian. We're still involving the Mandalorian. This is a side story. We're spending a little bit of time with Boba Fett, but we're st- our main focus is still Mando. It's still Din Djarin. If you take it from that point of view and their story, mm-hmm. this this series is awesome. It's really great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where where everything goes. I can't. I, the main thing I'm looking forward to is Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi is coming out next. It's not going to involve May 25th. any. Because that one's not going to involve any of these characters. No, no, this is a this is after the events of Revenge of the Sith, right? This is going to be directly after the events of. Re- most, some people are upset because it takes place on Tatooine again, and they're like, "Why, dude? Just no get over it." Man. I mean, that's where he was. That's <laughs> like, the, that's, yeah, but it, there's a there's a comic book where mm-hmm. uh, Obi, it's inside of Obi Wan's journals, mm-hmm. um, and um, Luke gets kidnapped. By the uh, by a syndicate or by the huts, I think it is, and uh, he's going to be thrown into slavery, and Obi Wan Kenobi hunts them down through Bless the galaxy you. to go save him, and Uncle Owen goes to go find Obi Wan, and he mm. says, "Luke Skywalker, Luke was kidnapped. I need you to help me." And he goes on kind of a globe trotting mission to find Luke. Okay, and that may be the reason how exactly they find out that Obi Wan Kenobi is kind of alive, mm-hmm. because. And that's where it goes into that whole thing of the last time I fought you, I was an apprentice, and mm-hmm. now I am a master. How much you want to bet that there's going to be a sad sequence of events when Obi-Wan finds R2? Because there's that whole play that R2 doesn't ever stay behind because the last time he was told to stay behind was the last time you saw Anakin? Yes. that's. But also, that's the reason why Obi-Wan Kenobi says, I never owned an astromech, is because he never did own an astromech. Mm-hmm. So now he has to own one. Or does he not? Did he say that in A New Hope? No, in in a new, in a New Hope, he says I I don't recall I don't recall ever owning an astromech, and that's true. He's never owned it because it was Padme's, and then oh. it became Senator, and then it became Senator Organa. So Padme originally had it, and that was in Episode One. Then during the Clone Wars, she gave it to Anakin to protect him during uh, which uh, during the Clone Wars. Then after that, it was then given to Bail Organa after Padme died, mm-hmm. and then Bail Organa when in New Hope. They came down, got sold to the to the Larses, mm-hmm. became Luke Skywalker's. Gotcha. Uh, for me, I guess my final thoughts are: Do you want to go check real quick? No, it's just. Did you hear the? I heard the little beep beep. Was it? Yeah. Let me double check. Go ahead, go ahead, keep going. Okay. Beep beep. There was yeah. a beep beep. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, I did. Do you want to go check? No, there's no one in here. <laughs> They're hiding behind but the- us. Okay, so essentially for me, the final thoughts I have on the book of Boba Fett is that this series was... If you get thrown through the window, I'm letting you know. I'm throwing Brian out there. We'll be right behind you, buddy. We're going to do a little quick cut real quick. And we're back! Hey! Hey! All right, so we're all good. We just had to double check some stuff while we were recording because we were afraid. Store is not getting robbed. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, to wrap up... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to wrap up final thoughts, the book of Boba Fett did its job in expanding the Boba Fett story. 
I do have a feeling that this, or not a feeling, but to me, it was 100% clear that this show was not meant for the average consumer. It was meant for people that were wanting to know more about Boba Fett and people like Renee who, you know, just didn't really care much for Boba Fett because this outline was already created. And you said it yourself, you know, you don't really want to know more about a character that's already fleshed out. These people got left behind. You got left behind. You just had to watch it because essentially, one, we were going to talk about it here on the podcast, but two, because it was going to include stuff that was going to be, you know, that should be known for the Mando season three. Yeah. So it's it's a series. I think that it was very harshly criticized on certain points. It wasn't like there were certain episodes that were terrible that I would never, ever watch it again. It's just they weren't the strongest ones. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're going to see Luke for a while. There's no reason to bring no in. It costs a lot of money to bring in Luke, yeah, too. No, but, that, that's but, that, thing. but that's what I'm saying. I don't. There's no reason for Luke to come back now. That's it. No, honestly, there's there's no reason to the, see Luke the, again. There's no reason. Like, Yo, uh, Grogu has already made his choice. Mm-hmm. He's, he's solidified as I'm going to be a Mandalorian, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. We're going to see a little... Little, I little, I said this in the last issue where I was just like, oh yeah, no, I actually like little Grogu now because he has like he went through stuff and yeah, I can like you know I can I feel for him, mm-hmm. but now that he's back, I'm just like that little piece of garbage chose poorly, and now I hate you. Well, he chose he chose emotions. He chose his yeah, emotions. Screw that. What this the heck is the Nah, screw him, dude. <laughs> now he's gonna be corrupt, and I hope he dies. Wow. I hope he. I hope. I hope that he Anakin's everyone. Only when Mando dies. Yes. No, I want him to die, or I want him to be the reason why Mando dies. Wow. And Ow. that way he goes full dark side. You want full, like, Super 8? You want full, like, <laughs> you want, Super like, eight. or uh, was it Brightburn? Oh, Brightburn. Oh, God. I hate you want full on Brightburn? You're directed by James Gunn. That was a James Gunn movie. That that's was not, he, not, produced, not, he produced. It. He, he produced that. He, I thought he directed it. No, he, he didn't. Direct it. Well, he you can, produced you can, it. You can tell it. Did he directed. write it? He, he, did, he just I, produced it. No, he just produced it there because it was already like a script that he read, and he's like, "Oh yeah." I'm ahead. not gonna lie. Haven't seen Brightburn until like a week ago. Oh, and I was like, "This this movie's a bit much." Yeah, this movie's a bit much. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what do you mean it's a bit much? Like, oh yeah, it was. It was. Mark Gunn. But they Brian reference Gunn. a lot of his stuff in, and towards the end of the movie. Yeah, they 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 do, and they they. I wouldn't be surprised if they had like more like Slither stuff, and mm-hmm. if it's within the James Gunn universe mm-hmm. of like horror films. Yeah. Brightburn was just kind of like, it was Are going in certain directions. Guns? Huh? Are there multiple guns? What do you mean? Because I was looking up Brightburn right now, and I see it was written by Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn, and then produced by James Gunn. He does have a brother. And then it's starring someone named Jackson A. Dunn. That's that's Dunn, not Gunn. I know, but it's still funny. <laughs> it's anyway. Ryan thinks that. Ryan thinks Ryan's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap up this issue. Well, is it the English language up with the nerds. <laughs> Words. Uh, just a reminder, guys, you guys can find us on our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com for all the up-to-date information, articles, and videos that we, pro- uh, we put out there on YouTube, as well as all our podcasts, where you guys can find them on all audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Let us know what you guys think. 
Uh, visual portions of the podcast are available on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds. Also, go check out our new partners at Our Real Addiction. Uh, you guys can find all their links on their Instagram and Twitter, as well as on the website at KeepingUpWithTheNerds.com. I'm going to keep putting that out there so you guys know where to find us. Uh, and anything else I am missing? If you're on YouTube, subscribe. Ring that notification button. We want to hit 100 subs. We can do this, guys. We just need the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah, if you tell a friend and then that guy tells another friend. And, and then, then they we, tell their nerdy friend. Yeah, then they tell their nerdy friend. That's four people. Like, already. That's four friends. Yeah, that's four friends. One of them nerdy. <laughs> 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 and with that said, we ready to wrap this issue up, Renee? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Hit it. laughs> this has been Keep It Up With The Nerds issue 85. My name is Renee. This is Brian. And Nick. Recording at Undercity Comics in Woodbury, California. We thank you all, everyone, for listening and watching this issue and hope to see you all next time.